You're listening to That's What I Thought, a casual conversation about life, love, relationships, and the lessons we learn. Here are your hosts, Micah and Annette. Hey everybody, welcome back to That's What I Thought. So glad you're here today. We're continuing in our love stories. So we have our friends Scott and Lauren Matthews with us today. Say hi. What's up, y'all? Hey. (laughs) (laughs) These are our friends from church, and yeah, they're just brilliant. And how long have you guys been married now? Oh, since 2012. What is that? That's nine years. Almost nine. June. June is nine years. Yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. Are you going to do something fun for like 10 years? Do you know? Yep, he's taking me to Greece. That's where I'm going. If he wants to go, that's fine. <laughs> With or without you, happy anniversary. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Are you guys Lauren, were you born and raised in Elkhart? Or did you move here? Um, so I moved a lot because my dad was in the military. Yep. Yeah, but mostly here. I would say like fifty percent here. Mm-hmm. And Scott, you're born and raised over Born there. and raised. He's never been anywhere. Yeah, I have been <laughs> places. <laughs> Except for Greece. Born and raised in Elkhart. I'm the same way. So. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, so how did you guys meet? What was the situation? Um, a high school basketball game. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was there with nice. my girlfriends, and he was there with his little dude friends. And dude one friends. of the mutual friends needed to ride home. Yeah. And so he ended up in my car, too. Oh. It was just so goofy. Like we were all just sitting there at the high school game, it was real weird, and you know, hanging out, and then just ended up in your car, and yeah, you drove us. We we went back to your house. You keep saying that, and I yes, don't remember this. <laughs> I have a totally to different story I, I in my head. I remember. What's the story in your head? That we dropped my friend off, and then we dropped them off. Nope. We drove around and dropped them off. Nope. Nope. That, that <laughs> night went on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That night continues. So then what happened when it continued? Yeah, well, let I me know. I, I, oh, you forgot? I really do not recall. I don't know. We just hung out in your house and then, then you took us home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep, I remember. Did okay. you know? Was it love at first sight? I mean, yeah. it was for me. I was like, well, <laughs> that's all she wrote. <laughs> <laughs> what year were you in high school? You uh, I had to be. I had to be like a sophomore probably. That must have been a junior then. Yeah. Oh, yep. That was beautiful. Yep. Yep. It was fun. <laughs> it was, but it was high school love, you know, yeah. off and on, you know, knucklehead, doing whatever. But. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, tell me, how did it progress then from first meeting to wedding day? Mm-hmm. That's a really good question. It's, there was just, I feel like it was so much, like, between then and there, like, I can't even, like, pinpoint. Like, I mean, I guess we dated on and off. Mm-hmm. And then he was one year ahead of me, so he went to college first. Mm-hmm. And I guess we just kept in touch the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did have a child. Yeah, we had Tyron. Before we got, yeah, so that was 21. Mm-hmm. So then by then we were both in college. Yep. And then obviously we still had to keep in touch because we had a child. <laughs> <laughs> and then Malia came along, 23, and then we got married that next year after that. Mm-hmm. But... I don't even remember when we got like technically engaged. We talked about our engagement story. It's very not like what you like a traditional engagement. <laughs> Do you want to explain how Listen, you proposed so we, to me? We, we talked about marriage off and on like throughout our do. throughout our dating time. And mm-hmm. she just remembers this time we were at McDonald's. 
<laughs> I it, so romantic. It, it, well, we were we were talking about it, and that's what I was I'm like. Let's. I was. It was just in my mind, like you know, let's just let's just set the date now, and let's just make it happen. And she just remembers it was at McDonald's. <laughs> you told me this at McDonald's. Why couldn't you get anywhere else? I'm like, well, okay. No, it, it was so more cheap. like <laughs> so cheap. It was more like so. We gonna get married or what? <laughs> that's what I recall. And I was like, well, I guess. Well, I guess. So then that was kind of it. Yeah. Anyway, I like that it was burger then marriage. Yeah, yeah. priority. Well, right? Naturally, Next. first. First yeah. comes first. burger, then comes marriage. Yeah. <laughs> it comes baby in the baby carriage. It comes baby in the baby, baby number carriage. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so what? So there was no traditional proposal kind of thing. You were just like, hey, let's just pick a day to get married. It was yeah. just we were just already it's a verbal contract. <laughs> we had been dating for so long to that point. You know, it just seemed like that's what was. Yeah, I mean, we, we had just anyway. been together up and down. We went through a lot. I mean, just dating, so it was just like, yeah, the next point. You know, let's let's make this official. Let's do the yeah, yeah. So when did the ring come? Marriage. Just on yeah, on yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. <sighs> the thing was not cheap. <laughs> it was not <laughs> cheap. Well, what has good taste? So did you, you pick it out? I did. Mm -hmm. I, did, I, did. I picked my Yeah. What is yeah. it? Yeah, you went to K yeah. Jeweler? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Guy I went to high school with. Remember Ryan? Of course. <laughs> Scott knows everybody. Ryan? Oh, that one he told us? This? Yeah. Oh, Valentine. Yeah. Oh, hey, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> In case you're listening. Yeah, he's a good dude. Thanks for the ring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Football with him. It's still going. <laughs> yeah. It's still going. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I did that. And then um, we got married at my father in law's church. Nice. Yes. Very small, like intimate. We had to decide. So we were young and poor and broke and all those things. So we had to decide if we were going to buy a house or do a wedding. And I'm like, I don't see the point in feeding all these people, like spending three grand feeding people. So we bought a house instead. Mm -hmm. And we already had two kids. It was just like the Priority obvious shot. thing to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we did that. Dad married us. And just the, the goofiest thing. Like my dad, we did wedding counseling. Like right before we went to get, the, get married out there. The, yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, a, I think the, you told me this. It was, about, it was like, about an hour before like, <laughs> we did marriage counseling. Yeah, and I'm the only non-family member, so I'm like... I'm not going to share my heart. Yeah, man. so no, it was literally like this. this. So, like, my dad sat right there, me and Lauren sat right here, and he's like, well, you got to love each other and <laughs> do the right thing. And it's just real... Like, all right, Pop, thank you for all the stuff you told me for the past 20 some years. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, you're going to be husband and wife. We're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we're here. So, <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, is that what we're doing today? Yeah. 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 yeah, so we did that and literally just like walked out there and then got married. I was like, mm -hmm. this is very non traditional, but I guess we're non traditional people. Yeah. So, <laughs> but look, we've lasted this long. God's been good. Yeah. So, what did you say, June? June 10. June 10. June 10, 2012. So cute. Mm -hmm. Love it. So where um where was your relationship with Jesus through this whole process? How does that like mingle into wedding day? I got so I gave my life to the Lord right after we had Malia. So like I was no, a kid. I was pregnant. Okay, you were pregnant. Yeah, that's right. You were pregnant. <laughs> I was you were seven pregnant. months pregnant. So I was I mean, so I grew up in church, right? So I know everything about I knew all about. It. I probably said the sinner's prayer when I was a kid, but like it, it was real to me when I was twenty three. Like when mm -hmm. I was in college because I saw like we had we had she was like you know I'm pregnant with Malia and I was like okay I see where this is going <laughs> like <laughs> I need to get my life together so God got a hold of me gave my life to the Lord and I remember coming back I don't know if you remember this 
I remember coming back and sitting you down and telling you like, man, I just was going through the book of Mark and everything. You were just like, what has happened to you? Yeah. I was like a party boy, man. I was, I thought I was the man, you know, I yeah. was like, a, anyways. So, but I came back and I was just telling Lauren about that. I remember sitting here on the couch, you like, just telling her all about Jesus and like all the reading I was doing. She was like, okay, okay all right. All I'm right. sure. <laughs> but, yeah. If I look just like that. Yeah, you did. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I got saved. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> like, I'm thinking emergency. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I remember because I was seven months pregnant and mm-hmm. since he was Jesus life, we weren't allowed to do things. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh. Mm-hmm. Shut it down. Okay, shut it down. <laughs> I had seven months pregnant. Shut it down. It's yeah. an interesting time. <laughs> hey, God's got a way of changing stuff up. When yeah. He makes that call. Psh, that's it. Yeah. That's true. And then what? And then what? We after that, like we started doing student stuff in my dad's church. Remember? Like you. Oh, yeah. We started doing a lot of youth stuff with with kids. Like literally the next few months afterwards. Yeah. I think an important part of that though is like I wasn't where he was. Like that was not. Yeah. The case. Like. No. <laughs> so a little while to get there yeah so it it um it, yeah it was just different it was weird it was weird for a while because i was like that's not what i knew for oh my i mean i guess like malia was born in what year 10 7 11 and we met in like 2006 or something so like five years that you know that was like a little bit of a shocker or an adjustment rather because he was like a different person. Though. Like it's it's so strange. I was a party it boy. Still, I was doing my thing. It's still so <laughs> strange. Like I don't even. I can't understand. It was that like scary then going? It was like overnight. Huh? Right, was it right. scary <laughs> than getting married then? And you're like, this is not the person that I thought. But now we're getting married. Um, it was still, yeah, it was still like hadn't registered yet. Like what that meant. Like long term. Yeah, in the long run. Oh. Yeah. Because he just came home in May from mm-hmm. graduating and then we got married not that next june but the june after right Mm-mm. no that was 2011 i graduated then the next june 2012. yeah so not the so one yes. that was right <laughs> at- yeah. so a year after that oh 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 yeah i got you i got you not that summer but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but then yeah so and then but malia um wasn't born until that october yep. 11. so between october and then june 10th it, yeah it hadn't really registered yet mm-hmm. it just took a while and it was an adjustment like so just so just getting to to know each other even more just mm-hmm. here here i am just on fire for jesus and she's like oh, okay what's going on here <laughs> yeah it was overwhelming yeah it was too, it, i mean if you ask me it was too much for me mm-hmm. yeah. at once because i'm i i like i like change when i initiate the change yeah. Not when someone's like, hey, something's different now. And I'm like, what? No. <laughs> so what I you know. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that would be definitely. What was that like for you then trying to live out your faith and also get married and then yeah. be like, how do I be a husband now? Because I'm following Jesus. And like, that's so different than what we were doing. See, I thought our marriage was going to be like my mom and dad's marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents, pastor pastor's wife you know doing the taking care of people doing i'm like okay this is what we're gonna do and she, <laughs> she was not my mom you know yeah. she was I not was like kicking and screaming yeah she's like, <laughs> she, she not my mom and, and that was that was just such an adjustment for us just to, just for me even to understand that like my our marriage is not going to be like my parents marriage mm-hmm. yeah you know it's so different we're two different people she's a different person different upbringing 
And it was challenging. It was real challenging. But nonetheless, we came through the hills and valleys, and here we are, you know? Yeah. I mean, it took time. Like, with that change, like, expectations changed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because before, I would think our expectations were somewhat mutual. Like, obviously, we weren't married. We were doing what we would now say things we should have been doing, you know, having kids and all these things. Um, but once he decided to turn his life over, he then had expectations of me, I think, that were similar that he had for himself, but I wasn't there yet. Yeah. And then my expectation, I didn't even know what to expect. So I'm like, this is, I don't know what you're doing over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the expectation weird. is. Because you know, our, my family with church, like, what do they call them? C- CEO. Yeah. Christmas, Easter, other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only time you come to church. That's what we went to church, you know, because my, my mom was a single mom. Yeah. So I didn't see the two-parent, like, household, like, in action. Yeah. Um, but you went to River Oaks. We did, but it was like, she I feel like it was out of duty. Like my mom almost felt like it was like, like I have to get my kids, you know, even if she wasn't going because she was working, like I had to get my kids to church. Because we, when we lived in Goshen, do you guys, I don't know if you remember, do you remember that big blue bus? There was, so there's that big church by McDonald's on Main Street and go like on Pike if you're going down. Yeah. Yeah. There's that big church like kind of in the back. Anyway, they used to drive a big blue bus around Goshen picking up kids. And my mom would put us on the bus. Yeah. And then when yeah. we moved to Elkhart, That's we would go to River Oaks. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but I don't remember that part. But I just remember, like, the holidays. And I think my mom, like I said, out of duty, like, even if I'm not going, I, I got to get my kids. So, I guess, mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of got us to where we are now. So, I guess that was all part of the plan, but still yeah. weird at the time. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was the extent of her release of bringing. But then to bring but her did- to... But then to yeah. bring her to my dad's church, which is a black Pentecostal church, <laughs> totally different. Like another country. Oh, yeah. So, man. And I stayed there, I mean, the whole time oh, yeah. we were married. Yep, yep. Begrudgingly. But... Yep. Begrudgingly. <laughs> and then we ended up coming back to River Oaks, well, coming to River Oaks, because yeah. that's where you grew up and you, you knew some people there. And I didn't know anybody. Well, I, I did know people. I didn't know I knew people there. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. how kind of our journey was just all these different ups and downs and different twists and turns so it's not like this hey this perfect hey you met each other you did this you did all the right steps no we did a lot of the wrong steps yeah we actually went from like a to c to d back to f here (laughs) you know a lot of navigating so was it a moment for you lauren then when you were like okay yeah i'm in and what was that like then in your marriage did you feel like there was a moment where you're like, okay, we're on the same page now and we're jiving or what did that look like? Um, I mean, that probably wasn't that long ago. So we've married for almost nine years. So this might've been like four years ago, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. I think the, at the, the point I even considered it is when we finally left his dad's church because mm-hmm. I just didn't feel, it just didn't feel right. there and so it was hard to go every sunday and bring the kids it just felt like the thing you're doing but it didn't feel right and so i think once we made the switch to what was the best fit and we did go to river oaks but then we also pulled out of river oaks for like a year we were doing things at home with people um and so then i think once we got into the right like fit it was easier to i don't want to say accept it but like embrace it and like kind of be willing or more willing to navigate it then um but i think the best thing that he probably could have done like as a husband was to continue to just lead by example mm-hmm. and so if and he is very like um he can be very um scheduled like in what he does and not need a lot of change 
Mm-hmm. And so he could literally eat the same thing for breakfast for as long as you want to make it for him. Yeah. <laughs> I have put a, for the past two weeks had the same thing. He'll eat the same thing. He'll <laughs> do the exact same schedule. Very like, predictable. Yeah, very routine. Yeah. yeah, and so I think doing that. I mean, I mean, he does it every single day. Every, uh, I I don't know if I just got what do you call it brainwashed. <laughs> It worked. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. This is what we're doing now. <laughs> you know, where it just becomes naturally with it. Everybody does. And then when mm-hmm. you see someone who can be consistent, you, I think, trust more yeah. than someone who's a little more mm-hmm. um, unpredictable, I guess, yeah. which I guess would be me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To have some so thankful for Scott. Balance, yes. But to be able to have some, like, consistency. Yeah, I had to have yeah. the, yeah, because I think that's maybe what I didn't have in my life, and so that's what I needed, because mm-hmm. like I said, my dad was in the military, and I had a single, I grew up with a single mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of, like, back and forth, all around, up and down, you know, lots of variety, which I appreciate, though, because it exposed me to tons of things. Yeah. Tons of people, tons of environments. Um, but the thing that was missing was like consistency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what mm-hmm. did it and still probably does it is a consistency. And I know I, she knows this, but probably not as much as that. I, I know. I mean, I just, I prayed a lot over our marriage. Like mm-hmm. when there was times when she didn't even know, like, I was just like praying, like, man, Lord, you, you have your hand in the middle of this. You, this is you. Like, we want this marriage to glorify you. Yeah. And I think that just just surrendering it to him was the main thing in my mind. I just said, Hey, this is the glue that keeps it all together. So mm-hmm. yeah, here we are. Mm-hmm. Nine going on 10 years later. Nine going on 10. Yeah. Been going degrees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as you guys are paying for it. Us? Why are we paying for it? <laughs> well, Your anniversary you sponsored by God. <laughs> God, God will make a provision. <laughs> the desires of my heart. Right. <laughs> that's really beautiful though i love what you said lauren that like god kind of just brought something into your life through scott that wasn't there that you didn't even know that you needed necessarily and yeah. kind of revealed himself through that mm-hmm. i think a lot of time that's how relationship works like they have something that you don't mm-hmm. and so it creates that oneness that you know god talks about coming together becoming one it, it creates the oneness because i can't be at all and he can't be at all but if he does part one part that I can't do and I do the part I can't do, then when you come together, then you have it all, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, in our relationship anyway, that's really how it works. Like we are quite literally not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad thing. Yeah. You don't want it to be. <laughs> no. And I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to be married to me. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> Two of me. A oh. calendar would be just a mess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No routine. We're just doing it. Yeah, it is boring. I'm just married to two of him. Like, true. You know. So anyway, he brings Uh, consistency. You bring flexibility. That's right. That's exactly what you do. Yeah. Yes. I bring the party. He brings the prayers. (laughs) (laughs) Spontaneity. Both our worship. So it's fine. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um. So what do you think? Like looking back, and that experience up to that point, you would say. Hey, here's something that we learned that we wish everyone knew. Let me go first. Okay. <laughs> I would say just patience. I think a lot of people look at other people's marriages and be like, man, we want to get to that point. You know, that's that's what we want to be like. And realizing, man, it takes time. Mm-hmm. Like that cleat, the Bible talks about two becoming one. That that process takes time. It takes because you are two people from two different backgrounds. You look at money differently. You look at housing differently. You look at raising kids differently. So 
that process of coming together is a is a chemistry project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so That's just just realize that that when the Bible says that process of cleaving coming together, like uh, allow that patience, that patience to just settle in, and that patience that comes from the Lord is so key to your marriage. So mm-hmm. I think it's important. Is the term cleaving? It is cleaving. I cleaving. I think of like a cleaver. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm, 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 I'm interested in what you're trying to say. So, so the King James version <laughs> is, in the is, Black Pentecostal exactly is <laughs> cleave. It's coming together. That's where. I wonder what the definition of that is. It, well, okay. How do you like I, this? I told you it's it's like cleavage. Like what? <laughs> you cover it up. Like you got a clever. Yeah. See. No. What's the other way? Like like cleave. Like what? Butt cheeks, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember you saying that. I cleave my butt one cheeks. One bottom, two cheeks. <laughs> two makes one. That works together. Exactly. We're strong. Yeah. Keep, you, keep you balanced. Well, it does. Why are you pulling that out of me? That's hilarious. <laughs> it's a good, I mean, it's a good metaphor. It is. It is. But you, it, that's that's the process. It's that coming together. Now, yes. Yeah. It's that one. Yeah. Keep it nice and tight. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, and I like that. The way you said it, it's a process. Mm-hmm. And a lot of right. people think that like once you get married, then you're already one and everything's <laughs> good and great. But I'm like, I think mm-hmm. that's that's just when the process starts. Yeah. 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 The process and then it's the slowly mm-hmm. working on it, mm-hmm. pulling them, cleaving them together. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> now that's you don't true. only think about butt cheeks. <laughs> no, no, <it's> not. <laughs> okay. be great. No, I was I remember anytime I sit down with couples like that's and we plan out their wedding day, uh-huh. you know, and everything, because they're excited about the wedding day and the dresses and this and look. I'm like, guys, listen, we're gonna go through this counseling. I'm not even. We can talk about the wedding day, but I want to talk about your marriage, yeah. like, because they, they want to talk about the day and the bride. She's worried about this and that, and the and the guy. He's worried about you know the, the money and everything. And I'm like, let's let's talk about the process of marriage. Because when I'm up there giving your vows, I'm not gonna be talking about the the, the, the day. I'm gonna yeah. be talking about your marriage, like what we're going to. From here, yeah. that's the easy day. Yeah, that's yeah. simple. That's a fun yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. It's fun day. Yeah, it's stressful leading up to it, but that's that's, that's the easy day. Yeah, yeah. Every day simple. after that's the, the it's the uphill climb. Yeah. yeah, but it's good though. Yeah. It's a blessing, man. Marriage is such a blessing because I look at my wife and I'm like, man, there was nobody else uh-huh. I'd rather be with than this woman sitting right here. So, and it makes it all worth it, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would probably add to you have to like, <clears throat> you have to almost like surrender any perception you had about marriage coming into it mm-hmm. um it it goes i mean it goes what he was saying too it's like he had that expectation that i was going to be very similar to his mom i like i said came from a single parent household so my expectation of my dad i mean my dad's you know in and out military whatever whatever so there was it was more like independent woman mine like everything i do is for to make sure I'm fine. And then he's kind of like a side, you know, like if I have him great, he's a side piece. <laughs> and so, um, bonus. Yeah. Yeah, meat. he's not a snack. Okay. He is the main course. That's right. Just no meat. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's yeah. the potatoes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, and so, so you have to like, yeah, when you get into it, you have to almost like just surrender all the thoughts you thought it was going to be. Cause you're probably not right. like whatever you thought was gonna be you're probably not right about it so it's just learning to navigate it um and just allow yourself to develop individually still and together because i mean a lot of people get married in their 20s and 30s you are not mature i'm sorry you're just not mature yet and it's just i agree you have so much to learn you know it's just like you just got out of college like a year ago you know or you just came out as an adult, like three years ago or something. And so there's still so much personal growth to do. Mm -hmm. And so 
that alongside learning someone else and kind of learning how to like just allow those waters to like mingle naturally instead of forcefully. Yeah. And that's when you get like in the groove. Cause like now he can pretty much guess anything I would do or say, and I could do the same for him. And so that's when, you know, you're like, mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. And later when the kids move out, we'll have to do that again Yeah. because yeah. life is just seasons. really stages and seasons. And it's just, you have to be willing to accept that your person is not going to be the same person you married. Mm. like he is not the same person i married he will not be the same in 10 years i hope not you expect growth and change and development so i think that's one big mistake is people think well that's not why i married well yeah she was 23 then (laughs) (laughs) now she's 40 you know very different yeah very different (laughs) food changes everything changes style changes so yeah yeah that's That's what i would say all right we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back cool all right so now up to this point because you're like hey i'm really thankful and all these things are good day to day what has been the most challenging in this season of your marriage and how do you deal with that um (laughs) i would say so our kids are a little older now they're not really challenging it'd probably be more ministry so obviously we're well not obviously so we didn't really say i guess scott's a pastor so (laughs) Um, he's a pastor and so just go to the church. Yeah. Um, and so ministry is a demanding profession. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's really learning how to balance like work Mm -hmm. and life because when you, so ministry is also part of life too. And that's the hard thing about it is like when you're really passionate about what you're doing and you love it so much and you love people so much, it's very easy to just do it all the time. And it not feel like work. And so the yeah. line gets a little blurred. Mm-hmm. Um, and so not a bad thing, but it could be a bad thing if you're not, you know, you don't pay attention. Um, and so I would, that's what I would say is like the work-life balance part. But again, it gets kind of blurry with ministry. But you can usually feel when it's it's time to take a break. or yeah. And break meaning like we need to go away for a weekend or do a date night or, you know, not like not work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel it? Like you feel it in your body? You feel it like you're fighting more often? Um, I will usually get a little more agitated because maybe he's gone more or um, I'm very needy also, though. I recognize <laughs> that about myself. I'm very needy. I require a lot of attention. I demand a lot of his attention. Um, and so when I'm not getting that, I'll say to him, I'll be like, you know. Give it to me. i think it was just like two weeks ago he was so busy or whatever and i was like well i forget what i said to you but i made some kind of remark i was like something something you're supposed to be spending time with me or something and when you and when you've known each other for so long you don't have to say anything you can just feel like okay i need to take a couple days off (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. he took off thursday and friday you can just that's what happens that you know if you know each other for so long you just You can just read her, you know, but that is true. It's just the, the biggest challenge is balance mm-hmm. It's having that balance of ministry and family. But you're right. It, it does all bleed together. Yeah. But as a pastor, I got to constantly remind myself, man, this is my bride. The church is Jesus' bride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me make sure that I'm making sure that this is number one first. So I can be able to be the best pastor I can be. Yeah. So we yeah, have balancing that with making sure that this family is taken care of is huge. Yeah. 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 That's what I got. So on a regular basis, then what does it look like for you guys to set up boundaries to protect your relationship and your time and your kids? Mm. 
I think, um, like in our heads, we are already in agreement that it's like God, marriage, family. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's just natural for us now. Like we can do that without having to talk about it. So as long as things are prioritized in that fashion, you let, you won't fail. So as long as God is most important personally for him, personally for me, and then as a, the next, as a couple, and then as a family, then everything else is prioritized under that. So when we look at the calendar, whatever, like date nights are non-negotiables. Like they don't come off the calendar unless there's like emergency, whatever we can reschedule. Um, kids events don't get rescheduled. You know, one of us are always going. Um, and then friends and extracurriculars will come after all of those things have been set in place. Mm-hmm. Um, and since we are in agreement in that, it's not a problem. Yeah. If you have, a, you know, a couple maybe newly married or just maybe one has fallen away from their faith or whatever, and you're not in agreement with that, well, then I could, that would probably definitely be a problem as far as scheduling your time goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've already got agreement. Like, this is what we're going to do. Like, when we got something scheduled, if somebody calls for a funeral, then they just gotta die. So we Scott! Gotta, we'll talk to them. I mean, I mean I'm just saying, you know. Dead, so. <laughs> yeah, they gotta wait. I mean, this is my wife. I gotta. She's we got some... <laughs> it is what it is. I would say, not you. <laughs> you say it. It is what it is. You just... out. <laughs> it is what it's it true, is. Though. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. this is. You don't want you don't want too many things to flood you. So just let the dead bury the dead. Exactly. But like we live by a calendar. Like we gotta have it. Like I know. Like yeah. I don't put things here. Like this is my time to put put together a sermon. This is my time with my kids. Like I I even block off time to pray with my kids. Like I have it on my calendar. Mm-hmm. I have I have time to sit down with. I even I don't know if you know. I I have a prayer time devotion with Lauren on my calendar. Yeah. Doesn't get in the way of that. So these are the boundaries. The routine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So just it's an effort to just like you said protect the time that is the most important. A lot of things are important, but those things are most important. And Mm -hmm. so we try to just keep those first. Yeah. And people will respect that. The more they see that's what you do, they just know that's what you do, not that you're being to them, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as long as if you respect your time, people respect it. Exactly. Yeah, we found that keeping a calendar is incredibly helpful. Because then it gives us an excuse to say no to things, yep. which we wrestled a lot with early on this year. Of like, just we just had something going on every day. Yeah. We were yeah. just saying yes to everything. Yeah. And then we were burnt out or we were mad at each other because we weren't hanging out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Lauren, I was like, you don't love me anymore. And so, yeah. And so then to have things in the schedule, it'd be like, oh, I can't, I have this, then. And then also, those are always non negotiables too, of like, we had this is in this calendar, so we're not going to move it. We're going to schedule around it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so yeah. yeah, that was super helpful for us to figure out. Mm-hmm. Joint calendars are great. Yeah, yeah. we got yeah. that. We got a that. little shared Google. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. joint calendars and joint bank accounts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was another one. That was a struggle for us. Yeah, yeah which we can talk yeah. about your challenges yeah. if you want. But you yeah, go, go for it. Hey, jump right in. No, that was yeah, because I mean, my parent, my dad was. That was one thing my dad was always telling me: keep your money separate, keep it, keep it separate. You have a a, a bank account together, and you keep it separate from her. Blah blah blah. I'm like, no, let's just put it together. But she did not want to do that at first. So he suggested to have both. He suggested to have both. He suggested oh, to have really? one. To, yeah, that. yeah. One together. Like your dad was like one. No, he was at one, but then he also said to have a separate one. That's so like, like for your side fund money, yeah. or what's the it's for the yeah for the just in case. Oh. So have like, this other one on the side that. She can't see. 
just in case. Just like, in case well, she spends all the other ones? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, well, Dad, she'll probably eventually find them when the statements come in the mail or, or in the email <laughs> or something. So I'm not going to do that. Or she's looking at how much you're making versus how much is going to the <laughs> yeah. like, mm. Exactly. Math is not my strong suit, but I know when, <laughs> when them dollars aren't added. Yeah. You know right. a couple zeros missing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the year. Yep. Yeah. And, and I was always, somebody always told me, they said, whatever you keep separate in your marriage could yeah. end up separating you. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, so I was like, you know what? How about we just bring this stuff together? You know, let's just, at least, I mean, you don't have to have your money together. I mean, at least you know what's going on with it. Yeah. But we, it was a struggle because she did not want to have it together at first. She, like, wanted to keep her little money separate. <laughs> like, no, we got bills to pay. Like, let's, let's knock this stuff out. But, yeah, it was a struggle. Yeah, well, when you're raised, again, by a single mom, you, <laughs> and my mom has been married and divorced a few times, and so through her experience, she I'm, could guess she learned just to keep herself separate because usually you end up doing something different. But mm. um, when you, then you raise kids like that. And so in my head, I'm like, yeah, I, we don't need to mix our money. Like, it's very not a oneness mindset. You know what I mean? It's yeah. almost like, um, I don't really know. I don't know. I just didn't learn marriage as like one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was you more really like a, see marriage as one. Yeah, and I didn't see it was more like a partnership where he does his thing and I do my thing and you just function together as one family. That's fine. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what I wanted. Yeah, I and that's, that's not what he, he was like. No, we're cleaving like one. And I'm like, oh, I'm not cleaving <laughs> yeah. like one. We can function like one, but we're not one. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was, it took me a while. And then when I had, at that point, I had like my own full-time job too. Mm-hmm. And so when you are raised a lot of time by single people, you're raised to think and prepare for the worst rather than the best. You're always preparing for the divorce. You're always preparing for the tragedy or the something. And you don't want to be left out without yeah. when that, when that does happen. Cause it's not a matter of if it's when, you know, in yeah. that mindset. So yeah. that's why I would, that's how my planning always went was for the worst or for the, you know, I'm thinking about my kids and yeah. all that. So we, those were to, two totally different strategic planning methods if you will. <laughs> yeah it was hard i mean it's hard for it was hard for her to be vulnerable in that yeah. position you know because when you're when you're when you're open like that and you allow somebody in your life coming from a single parent background you're always trying to protect and that's what she saw growing up and that's not what i saw growing up so again that cleaving process of those two different ideas took time to, to gel yeah yeah and that's yeah the vulnerable part is that is it because it, he wanted to he wanted to take care of me but i'm like no i take care of me and that does have that does make you have a degree of vulnerability because you're trusting someone fully because then i then i was stay-at-home mom now that well, that's a whole nother thing like i'm like oh no 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 there's <laughs> no way i'm not having a stream of income for me you know and it's mm-hmm. just thinking about me thinking about me thinking about protecting me if something happens whatever um so it does make you it, it challenges certain things about your life and your lifestyle when you have people who are raised differently like that. Because again, he wanted to come in and, you know, protect me and take care of me and provide for me and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, that's, I do that for myself mm-hmm. and I will continue to do that for myself because to not do it means again, that I have to be vulnerable and actually trust you. Yeah. So, and when you're newly married, I mean, trust, you don't, you don't, 
when you're dating, your trust level is like, okay, I trust that you won't cheat on me, you know, or I trust <laughs> that you won't, whatever. Then you get married, like trust is different. Trust is like just allowing the other person to like literally have control of how the family and the marriage is going to go. Mm -hmm. Trust that the bill is going to get paid. Trust that the car payment is going to get paid. Yeah. Trust that we're going to have enough food for groceries, the money for groceries, like all that extra stuff, the life stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. But, that can be scary. Yeah. yeah. So it took a while. Probably like five years. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. It's a fight. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I won. <laughs> but I won. He says, I won. <laughs> you both won. We did. See? We did. That's all right. Did. I don't work. You pay the bills. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. You, I was going to say, have, do you want to ask that one? We have questions. <laughs> I know. I just, I didn't want to steal all the questions from you. Um, what's something that you have grown to love about your spouse? Like maybe at first you weren't like, this is a great thing about Scott or this is a great thing about Lauren. But now mm -hmm. after being married nine, almost 10 years, you're like, this is a horrible thing about Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah. that other questions going? No. <laughs> Great things, happy things. I just love her spontaneity. How she she used to. I didn't like how she used to keep me on my toes at first, but I love it now. You know, I love how she's like, "Hey, let's go do this. We're gonna go do that." Or, "Hey, I just planned a trip for us to go to D.C. Or we're doing this." And <laughs> so I, I, I love that. You know, I appreciate that. And yeah. that's just something that I didn't. I mean, I had a little bit of that growing up, but you need that. You need somebody to challenge you. So I just see marriage as like that cog, right? Like. Here's the out. Here's the spoke. Here's the part that goes in, and she fills in my gaps. Mm -hmm. You know, so I love it. I learned what a cog was just now. <laughs> just now. <laughs> you know so what a cog course. was? I still don't. Know. I mean, I'm I, still not. I'm guessing it has a spoke. It's like a gear. It's like a gear. Oh. Just say gear. Quit trying to be smart. Cog. Uh, gear. Same yeah, idea, I, right? I know what a cog. Yeah. Oh, we all grow up by a farm, right, Michael? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you just watch Beauty and the Beast. That's all. Yes. Oh, they called it a cog. Okay. Yeah. Cogsworth, um, it's a clock. Yes. Oh. Yeah. It's all coming together. That's all you had to say. <laughs> Entire childhood makes sense. <laughs> watch that tonight <laughs> and you put yeah. down my disney obsession and here is educational <laughs> oh goodness um mine um the thing i used to hate thing i love now it again is the consistency part i'm like man he is dedicated persistent <laughs> um and so that again being the part that i didn't have that i didn't know i needed yeah. um is what allowed me to then trust him, yeah. you know, as far as like allowing him to take over finances or allowing him to make the executive decisions for the family or the marriage. Um, yeah, it it's the consistency part that I hated, but now I appreciate it. Yeah, it just works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's always easier to trust consistency. Over, yeah, like, well, because you know what to expect, I guess, yeah. right? Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. like, you know, he's, always does this so he's gonna always do this so yeah I'm always you know there's no guessing been, yeah i hate guessing man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel you, you can trust him with the money because he's not gonna just randomly spend no thousands of dollars <laughs> no absolutely not even tens of dollars if i know scott <laughs> yeah not even two yeah it's true ten dollars is outside the budget i'll give him like five dollars and two months later he has five dollars i'm like how do you still have that five dollars <laughs> don't you want to spend it, spend it on anything she has to like force me to buy clothing 
you know. I have to buy it for him. There's times she has to. Come on, Scott. Time for new pants and stuff. New pants and stuff. Yeah, Mike is a socks. I'm always like, oh, maybe we need some socks. Same. Yeah, yeah. Same. I think that's a man thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, my dad's the same way. He's always wearing holes in his socks. Yeah. Like, let's just. Don't say nothing else. Not necessary. Oh. You know, don't say no <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm always curious, like, what is your guys' fighting style? Are you like the yellers? Are you leave the room? Are you like silent treatment? I think a little bit all of that. Yeah, I yeah. Think the I whole say. box gets thrown. Um, my it just really depends, I think, on the severity of it. Okay. Um, I am I'm the silent treatment kind and I'm also the loud kind. Mm-hmm. But that's all. <laughs> like, there's really this no way. Um, I feel like there's, I don't know, maybe I've gotten better over time. Um, but it usually happens when there's like a change in something that I'm not expecting, not liking, and it doesn't, it wasn't a plan. That's yeah. like when I'm like, that's what gets me, I think, the most, like the most angry or the most frustrated. It's like unplanned, abrupt changes. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Otherwise, I think I'm more like silent treatment kind until he apologizes because I'm not a good apologizer. <laughs> <laughs> I let him do it. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, and I'm like okay, fine. you're right. You are sorry. It's yeah. okay. Or I'll like do a text. I'm not a good verbal apologizer, so I might text. Mm-hmm. But mostly, no. <laughs> I always try to like find a good time to try to air my frustrations. Like, man, because a lot of times the kids are around, whatever. And like, okay, right. I'll wait till you go to bed. I'm like, Lauren. Did you really have to blah 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 or this that and other and then you know but or it's a text or something like that but yeah i try not to get to that level but it happens you send the angry texts yeah oh yeah oh that's my biggest pet peeve yeah we, we mine too that. i'm yeah, like well, you just left the house why don't you just say it when you're here yeah it just came up my mind no it didn't <laughs> so you're about to go through it <laughs> <laughs> I Next always, question. Like, um, I can't do the text because the context. I like. Have, yeah. I always miss. Mistru- One time, I thought <laughs> Michael was breaking up with me when he was talking about small group. But then, like the whole day, I was like, he doesn't want to spend time with me. He's gonna break up with me today. I was like, if you have something important to talk about, just talk about it in person yeah, with me. Because she's like, can we can we meet up? I'm like, I, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. Talking about plans for small group. <laughs> I was like. I was just like worried all day. <laughs> then I got out of the car because we met at like Big B. And mm-hmm. I got out of the car and she was just like, looked so sad. I'm like, well, what's the matter? So I thought you're, are you not breaking up with me? <laughs> <I'm> like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, why man. I have to do a thing so first. You are not the text person. Yeah. No. Yeah. We'll learn that one pretty, pretty quick. That's a... <laughs> it, a save it till you get home. Mm-hmm. Which goes towards me of like a lot of my personal growth of, which is why we're doing the podcast. Just, because it's all about mm-hmm. how Annette and I are personal growth things. I can't think, talk right now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just like I'm very passive. I can be very passive aggressive. And so a text is a really easy way mm-hmm. to be passive aggressive. And so we were like, we're not going to do that because that just, for me at least, can lead down a really bad path mm-hmm. really quickly. Mm-hmm. And so, it yeah, challenge me to actually say it to mm-hmm. her. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. So when those conversations do happen, are are you guys like you said you're sorry and we're done, or like I want you to bring me flowers to make up for it, or what's kind of your your language of apology, if you will? I feel like when it's over, it's over. You don't feel like that? Mm-mm. Oh, oh, 
We're about to find out right now. <laughs> it just really depends on what it is. So, like, if, if there are things that are, like, big and she'll just act like... Cause that's how she does with her family. Like, there'll be big issues, big fights or whatever, and then it'll just be done. And I'm like, okay, nobody's going to reconcile and talk about how, how this can never happen again. Like, like she wants done. to, like, problem solve. And I'm like, no, it's done. Like, how do we, not, how do we not let this happen again? Like, my mind is like, you know, you know yeah, yeah, process management. Like, okay, how do we not go back there? So let's sit down and talk about this. But she's just like, let's just be done. <laughs> I'm like, you, sorry, you can't figure it. You don't know what happened in your head. Like, you saw what happened, so just don't do the same thing again. That's very easy to understand. Uh, <laughs> Why do we need to process this? <laughs> and he wants to like he kumbaya, and I'm like, okay, next, let's go have a date. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Let's, let's, keep, let's go. But it's always for me though. Like when I know, like when we're in a heated moment or there's just tension. Sometimes I get silent too. I'll just not say nothing, and, and she'll feel that. Yeah. And then. uh but then it's like, for me, like, for me, it's like, I got to humble myself. Mm-hmm. I guess I apologize. You know, let me just, because I'm part of this too. Is this, it's not a one plus zero. It's a one plus one. We both added to this. So it took, I got to always humble myself and say, you know what, Scott, humble yourself, dude, apologize. Send a text. <laughs> Send a text. Send a kiss on the forehead. We're not coming to the house. Mm-hmm. Wait till the kids go to bed. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. it's humility. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And I think what's been helpful for for us early in our early marriage, or I, what am I trying eight to say? months of marriage? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still early. <laughs> that's not the ter- like not early in our marriage, but since we're since we are still early in marriage as a whole, mm-hmm. right? We haven't been married very long, but it's been helpful for me because I can be passive aggressive and so just hold it in mm-hmm. or to not seek, but to remember that we're on the same team. That right. it's not mm-hmm. like. It's different than when I would get mad. My mom would do something mm-hmm. like it's very different than like my mom is family and that's good, but it's not, she's not my teammate. Like right. that is my teammate. We mm-hmm. do everything we're doing is affects what's going on down the line. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so like it, that helps me a lot to remember. Mm-hmm. She's not going to purposely do anything malicious or try to hurt me or so whatever happened probably wasn't intentional. So just talk about it or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. apologize for whatever I did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I usually know what I did. <laughs> I think so we all apolog- know what we did. Yeah. Yeah. And so apologizing for it and just being like, she's my teammate. Mm-hmm. She deserves to at least understand where that came from. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I think that's so important just knowing that your spouse does have your best interest at heart. Yeah. You know, they do love you. They do care about you. And that does help ease tension. Because yeah. a lot of times there are spouses who don't know that. And they're that, like, I don't know if this true. person is out to get me, you know, and Mm-hmm. We're, we're we're at each other's throats but knowing that your spouse does love you and care about you that does make apologizing a lot easier yeah coming to mm-hmm. well the longer you're mad the longer like the the longer you allow things to, like ruminate little things and can be become big things and yeah. next thing you know satan just kind of like weaseled his way in and you're mad for days or weeks or you know and yeah. all the good things that were supposed to happen didn't happen and mm-hmm. that is just a whole nother whole nother spiritual warfare um so yeah so i try to remember that like in my head like okay is this angry worthy yeah you know or is something just like i was already irritated and he kind of just you know broke the camel's back or whatever but trying to came at him (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. and then i do you know you're not supposed to go to bed angry so i try to remember that too 
not always do it, but you know, mm-hmm. but we also yeah. don't fight a whole lot. Right. So I would say if you're fighting a whole lot, you probably need to reevaluate some either methods of communication or, or something else is going on. Something else is going on personally yeah. or, you know, whatever, but we don't fight a whole lot. Yeah. I think it's important to know too, like <clears throat> just because you're mad at something doesn't mean you need to seek to be forgiven or mm-hmm. to need somebody to say, I'm sorry. It's just, there's some things where you can just be like, this isn't going to help me to hold on to it. So yeah. I'm just going to let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be like, Elsa, let yeah. it go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just gonna, I'm just going to let it ruin my day. So there's no point in letting it ruin my day. The rest of my day, I think about this one little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that last straw mm-hmm. of like, I'm just going to let it go. Cause there's no, it's not worth holding on to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that's where, you know, lose your joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. I know you said date nights is one of the things you guys do to keep yes. your marriage strong. So what does date night look like to you guys? And what makes that valuable? Date night can be a lot of, it can be day date too. It can be a lot of different things. It's literally any time that we have free and we have a sitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it can be like an actual formal dinner thing. It can be a ride in the car with coffee through Michigan. Cause I like to look at the scenery, like mm. in the fall and stuff. Um, it could be just at a coffee shop. It could be, it's really anything Lowe's shopping for washer and dryer. It's literally any alone time yeah. mm-hmm. anywhere. It, Barnes and Noble. He likes to roam Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. The best. Yeah. So, um, oh geez, sorry. I'm going to work out going on here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's what it's like for us. Important because it's it goes back to just protecting like our time and we still have to learn about each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like he said, like there's seasons. If I'm not constantly learning, you know, if my husband doesn't like chicken anymore, which will never happen probably. <laughs> no. um, you know, they're like his preferences or tastes and things like you always have to learn about each other. There's never a time you will not learn something new about your spouse. And so that's why that time is so important. And then just time to focus on your marriage. You know what your goals are. We talk about our goals. We talk about things we want to change in our family or our schedule. Um, things we want to keep, you know, what our next moves are. Mm-hmm. Well, date night's so important. We have children, and children bring a whole nother level of stress. Yes. So we have to get away every now and then for for us, mm-hmm. you know, because our kids need us need this to be this foundation first, you know. So yeah, so big. Yeah. Yeah. So date night is huge. Yeah, very important for us mm-hmm. and we think for everybody really. Yeah, that time <clears throat> to connect and. Make sure you're yeah. still on the same page. And- yeah. Well, everything falls from the marriage. We believe that and nothing can be, everything as strong as our marriage is. So mm-hmm. um, if we have a super weak marriage, then the rest of our lives in different areas will be weak, especially with ministry. We believe <clears throat> ministry is only as strong as our marriage is. So yeah. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. important. And we pray. And I mean, I always, I mean, I, I actually pray this. I actually pray like, God, you just make our marriage so tight that people look at us. They, they get jealous and they say, man, we, they say, man, we, what do you guys have that we need? Like you guys got something that we want like, mm-hmm. so that we can point people to, back to Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, cause I, I want people to be able to look at us so that we can literally be a walking witness for Christ. So yeah. that's big. Yeah. And I like how you guys have your little, um, hierarchies, the word I'm going to use, <laughs> but of like God, marriage, family, and mm-hmm. then even like, the church, right? Mm-hmm. Order of priorities. Order of priorities mm-hmm. because everything trickles down into the next. Exactly. And so if your relationship with God isn't good, then you're going to have a hard time relating with your wife. Right, mm-hmm. right. Which means if you're not relating with your wife well, then you're not 
It's hard to be a good kids, dad. Yeah, it's hard to be a good dad. Yep. You're not taking care of your own family. It's hard to take care of other people. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so it's just why it's so important that everything mm -hmm. starts with God. And then to have the priority of like, that is a really good way of mm -hmm. prioritizing things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so yep. yeah, I really like that a lot. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Put it in the mind. Do you have any last minute thoughts? Uh, I think we're about out of time for questions, but. Do you guys have any um, parting words of wisdom that you would like? Oh, here we go. We'll just say what would be your advice to us. We'll yeah. put a face to it as mm -hmm. a married we're like couple. Eight months in, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, do you have something? I would just say continue, guys, to just be patient. Be patient with each other. Mm -hmm. That P word is so, like, this is such a process. Cleaving. I just love this concept. Cleveland <laughs> <laughs> is, is such a process, man. And just being patient with each other every day. Mm -hmm. So key. So. Yeah. And just to add on that, I would say that just remembering that like marriage is like a custom suit. Like there is no one else in the world who has a marriage like you because there is no one in the world like you. And so it's going to be very different from everyone else's, but, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's okay. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, God has a plan for everyone's marriage and no two things are going to be the same. So just allow that to just evolve into what it, to what it is. Mm -hmm. Don't live up to other people's expectation of your marriage. Yep. Like, yeah. This is you guys. Yep. Yeah. Love it. Well, thanks for sharing with us guys. Thanks mm -hmm. for having us. So many good thoughts. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. All right. Close it out. All right. We'll see you guys next time. That was so much fun. That was great. Aren't they great? I love Scott and Laura. They're a good time. I love they, they're always so real and tell funny stories. And they're just relatable, which That's I really true. appreciate about them. Yeah, it was really great to have them on. And just their stories just so unique and really um, just really cool. And I think it sh should be um, just such a great example of how powerful the Holy Spirit is. And how mm -hmm. like it doesn't really matter where your relationship starts. It can always end with Jesus and yeah and so yeah yeah I I appreciated the same thing just to see how God walked with them the whole time and even though they like started different places like when Scott said we went from A to B and then all the way to F and then back to C it's <laughs> like just very um out of order as to like what God's original plan was but that that doesn't matter to a God who can redeem and reconcile all things so the way he um built an amazing strong marriage despite maybe what we would call the wrong choices before but yeah. and so yeah we just hope that their story can just be such a an inspiration for you or just an example of what can be or just an encouragement um to whether you're single right now or you're married and somewhere in between mm -hmm. uh that you can just really pull and relate to them and be able to to know that you're not alone and that not all relationships are perfect, but if you bring it to God, it's going to get there. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to bring honor. And so, yeah. yeah, thanks for listening today. Unless now you have a final thought. Yeah. And if you liked what you heard, be sure oh, to yeah. check out Scott and Lauren's own podcast, Marriage Refined. Marriage you can Refined. find it anywhere you get your podcast and you can hear more of their story and their wisdom. Just tons of good things. So make sure to check out Marriage Refined. You can find them on Instagram too. At Marriage Refined 2020. 2020, yep.